Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. Larson, what's in the news? So, CM Punk, Phil Brooks. Uh, he held one of his uh, somewhat customary. He does it on on occasion. Mm-hmm. Mid workout Twitter mm-hmm. uh, Q and A's today, mm-hmm. and during that he was asked which Kurt AEW wrestlers he'd want to face if he made a return of the ring. This is what Punk had to say: "Quote: I see five guys that have potential: Hobbs, Darbs, Pillman, Starks, Jungle Boy. If that's not to say there are others, but those guys stick out." I think that's great. Uh, when are we gonna? Do, when is? He, when are we gonna show up? When is he gonna be in AEW? Show up. Maybe when fans come, on, come back. Come you on, know, Phil. Maybe in, maybe when fans come back. Maybe that's the moment they want to have in front of fans. They've had AEW oh. had a lot of debuts that, unfortunately, because of timing, just didn't happen in front of fans. Maybe this is like, okay, if this is gonna happen, this has to happen in front of an arena full of people. Yeah, there. Yeah, it's gotta be. Wasn't that one of my? Wasn't that one of my predictions for twenty twenty one? I think you say that every year. I think you say that every year. That yeah, but I think I specified AEW this. Time. I think I specified All Out, which is is would if that uh, if that happens, I guess I'll be right. Anyways, uh, yeah. What do you think that's about not, these that's names? Predictions generally work if you predict something and then it happens. Then you're right. Yes, uh, they're all good names. I love to see Punk versus Hobbs, Darby Allen, Ricky Starks. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pillman, sure. Jungle Boy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? These name th- these names are not surprising. Uh, because well, the, they are all the standout. I mean, it shows that he's paying attention. That's what it yeah, shows. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, yeah. you, you, you'd kind of expect or think maybe he'd say Kenny, Kenny. Yeah. the Young Bucks. Yeah. You know, but I like that he's mentioning mid-card wrestlers because, as you said, it shows he's paying attention. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Yep, all out. Book it. He, that's happening. Yes, maybe we'll, not maybe me not about that. Maybe someone else who's paying attention. Edge, apparently he's been paying attention to NXT. Uh, I'll, I'll get I'll get the the preface here. You can read the quote if you want to do a Triple H voice, even better. So during his uh, appearance on NXT last week, Edge credited NXT with playing a part and getting him cleared to wrestle again, or inspiring him to get cleared to wrestle again. And according to Triple H, the radar superstar might be taking on some NXT superstars in the future. Triple H mentioned this during his pre-takeover conference call. Uh, these transcripts, courtesy of Fightful, Steve asked Triple H, "Go ahead." Edge's return has been done really well. He's in a place in his mind where he wants to build young talent and get them rolling in different directions. He's been talking to me since prior to coming back the first time at Royal Rumble 20 about coming to NXT and not only stepping in the ring and talking, but stepping in the ring and performing. 
Prior to him coming to the Rumble, he gave me, here's my list. I want to work with this person. When he came to NXT, just knowing him, I could see the smile on his face all day as he talked with everyone. It's awesome to see. I don't think any of it is beyond the realm of possibility. We saw it last year with Charlotte, and you see it this year with him playing things across the board, depending on where WrestleMania goes. Beyond that, there is availability for him to come to NXT and use his star power to help them and elevate and for him to have that final few chapters of his career the way he wants to have them. It's something he's willing to do and pushing hard to do. Totally going to happen. At some point, Edge is totally going to wrestle at TakeOver. Totally you mentioned happen. you mentioned this. Here's a tease for you for uh, next week's uh, episode of Matt Chat with our guest uh, Ross from Cultaholic. Uh, you mentioned that uh, Edge, you know, had the greatest match ever in WWE's estimation. Do it properly. There you go. Uh, and dude, WWE's greatest matches ever these days happen at Takeovers. It's a natural mm-hmm. fit. It's a natural mm-hmm. fit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, we I mean, saw what it, we saw what he could do against Randy Orton in the greatest match ever. Imagine what he could do in the ring opposite. John Gargano, Finn Balor, Karrion Cross. I could go on with the names. <laughs> Karrion, get out of here. Get out of here with that. Uh, <laughs> he threw me off my uh, what I was going to say. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what. Yeah, I was, was going to say. It, it probably wouldn't do much for ratings. But, uh, yeah, it'd be cool. I'd be, I'd be willing to see that. I mean, neat. Karrion Cross. no, that is not a dream match. Uh, anyways, uh, speaking of dream matches, it's always a dream match these days. One of our great friends, Cal Jack, has a match because of the state of independent wrestling these days. But Josh Barnett, Bloodsport, is coming up this weekend. So we uh, 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 took some time out of our schedule to talk to Cal Jack. He took some time out of his schedule to talk Bloodsport. Uh, so we're going to now do the like Wayne's World or something like that. We'll just do a transition. No, I'm not gonna, it's a, we'll do a regular transition. All right. Here we are with Cal Jack. Cal. Hi, Cal. How's it going, Cal? You guys, I'm doing good. Been training my butt off to get ready for my second blood sport match. Me taking on Nolan Edwards. I don't know much about Nolan Edwards. Like, he was actually a really smart kid. He's actually really nice. But that doesn't matter. Yeah. He's still getting it. Listen, man, you can't listen. Now, I, I didn't want to bring this up here, but Larson and I talked about this a little bit. You're right. You're representing Going in Raw. You're the most beloved uh, uh, guest host uh, in the year 2019. Hell, most, most beloved host. Maybe it's period. Yeah, probably ever. You're in a cave. Uh, I am. I'm the, at undisclosed location. The first blood cave. sport, uh, you slapped the crap out of uh, Hammer. What's his first name? Eric. Eric Hammer. Uh, I thought that was it. I thought with it because that was like within seconds. He he went down, and yet, don't you know? Don't take this the wrong way, but you, you took the L, buddy. What happened there? And- hey, hey, this is my first time. Your first time's never going to be that great. And you know what? No, to it's, be fair, mine was terrible. My first. Oh, we're talking about wrestling. Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, but you guys, here's the thing. I I thought it was. I thought it was just submission. I didn't know you could just slap and knock somebody. If it, hey, in hindsight, I would have been all over that guy. He went down like a sack of potatoes. I would have mashed him up and served him for Thanksgiving dinner. But hey, it was you know just it's my first time. I didn't know the rules. They didn't tell me the rules. And then so I'm just like you know wrestling him and boom boom boom. I'm like this is fun. Was it a timeline? There are points. I'm, I'm ahead in points. I gotta be. And then all of a sudden, he just takes my arm and he tries to dislocate. I'm like, hey man. Not cool. I tapped for my own health. But if I ever see Hammer again, trust me, 
consequences are going to be different. Oh, man. Totally different. Wow. All right, dude. Wow. So what have you – you're not – who are you fighting uh, uh, Saturday? Because Bloodsport, blood yeah. blood it's uh, Bloodsport's four and five uh, consecutive weeks, correct? Is that what's going on here? Right. Yes. Tomorrow's Bloodsport four, brother. And then next week on the 20th, we got five. Okay. All right. All right. What can you tell us about your, your opponent or opponents and how did – here's the thing. You took the L last time. We don't want to see you lose again. Be, hey, here's the thing. There's there's two things. You okay. either win or you learn. Okay? Okay, good. I, I, I learned. I didn't lose. I might good. be 0 for 1 in blood sport, but I learned a valuable lesson that day. All right. Smack the crap out of somebody. Just keep smacking them until the ref says no more. Not just a one and done. You know, walk off. I don't. You know, it's blood. Cal, it's blood sport, not fun sport. You slap a guy and he's out. You just go slap him a lot more, man. Until you're told to stop, essentially, right? Is that how it works? He's he's a big scary guy. I don't want him to. I didn't know what was going to happen. You're a big scary guy. What are you talking about? (laughs) You live in a cave. Well, I don't live alone. But Paul the Bear's here, and he said to me, "Next time, just go." Yeah. All right. I'm not gonna lose my cool next time. I swear. No, I, do it, do lose your cool. That's what we want. Yeah, lose, lose your lose cool. Your cool, your cool needs to stay in the cave. My cool, and get a little matter. Yeah. And get that W. That's on get you. That w. That's on you guys with Nolan Edwards. Okay. If I lose my cool on Nolan Edwards, just remember it might come back to going in raw on the friendos. How is this on us? Fine. No, we're not taking responsibility for any of this. No, Hold you on guys a are like my coaches. That's what I'm just thinking of that <laughs> I'm one. You're not my fit in any way, shape, or form. Hold internet on a second. Cornerman. I'm looking at this Nolan Edwards guy. He looks kind of scary, but he also looks significantly smaller than you, Cal. Oh, yeah. He's like 5'10". Like maybe 200 pounds. But you know, that's okay. I'm 6'6", 285. I don't match these things up. That's Barnett's choice. He made me pick him. Or I didn't pick him. He picked him yeah. for me. All right. So, you know, maybe this is like, maybe it's like a tune-up fight or something. It's just to give me back my confidence. Don't look you know? past him. Yeah, but don't also. Look past, don't look past any. Don't look past any of your points. Just completely annihilate this guy. That's your, that's your direction from going in raw. Make no mistake. There's no ambiguity here. Maul him like well, you know you can. Get, do what you get. Get the W. Get that W. Uh, okay. All right. Goal number one. Just get the W. Goal number get two. Get the W. Kill him. No. No. Yes. No. Correct. No. Get the W. Murder. Yeah. No. Yeah. W. Yes. I might have. I'm lucky. I have a. I live in a cave because if I kill him, they won't find me. Exactly. Find me. You're they like John Rambo, me. but in it's bear exactly. form. Bear form. That makes total sense. And then, uh, so are you also fighting on uh, on the on the the, the Bloodsport Five on the twentieth, right? 20th. I don't know who I have that day. Okay, all right, all right. Well, where where can we watch Bloodsport, Cal? Tell you might us be on the run at that point if you if you murder a person in the ring. Well, we'll see about that. <laughs> anyway, you guys, you can watch this pay per view tomorrow, seven p.m. Eastern, four p.m. Pacific at Bloodsport Watch. It's a pay-per-view. It's like 20 bucks. You can, uh, they have some deals that you can get where you can go and spend like 50 something dollars to get both pay-per-views. And then you could also buy a pay-per-view and buy a shirt. They have some pretty sick shirts. Yeah. The, yeah, the shirt does cool. look really good. So yeah, you get that package cool. deal. You get all that stuff together. Yeah, that mm-hmm. seemed like a, that seemed like a pretty good value right there. That, that's oh, best I mean, value. Yeah. Best value. I wonder if I can just get a free shirt. Maybe that'd be cool. I well, want a free you, shirt. You probably could, but yeah. we, we want to sell those things so you can get a, get a little piece of that. Yeah, get, get, a, little, get a little money. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Anyways, yeah, everybody watch Cal representing yes. 
going in raw blood sport four and five it, yeah this saturday and next saturday yes you might watch a, a man uh, be killed it ain't gonna get be that count. win yeah we'll get that win we'll get the win get that win you get the and win but then what's down, yeah the end for kill. murder yeah mm-hmm. exactly yeah. yeah oh my gosh yeah so, good luck to you cal good luck i buddy. appreciate you guys thank you catch you guys and, later and see the foot uh catch you friendos on the flip side thank you cal jack thank uh, you cal jack you're the best <laughs> you're the best you know where i'd like to see cal jack in new japan yes. uh, which uh, just had their new beginning in hiroshima night two uh two nights ago and uh, we both took some time to watch that and uh we're going to talk about that a little bit right now yeah i kind of felt like well, the last two matches I, I felt like had a little more pep in their step um, but I felt like night two was kind of in the same vein as night one is, is, uh, just felt kind of low energy, you know, like the, the, the bullet club versus chaos tag match, uh, was it six man, eight man tag match? Um, that was pretty solid six man tag match. I thought that was yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, main event was fun. I kind of wish uh, I texted this to you. I kind of wish in the main event that rather than, uh, doing an elongated 25 minute, uh, match with like selling, in ring psychology and all that stuff. I just want it'd be great to see Sonata and Kodobushi in there for 12 to 15 minutes, just go at a nonstop pace, uh, just show off their crazy athleticism and and have it an elongated match of one-upsmanship because it was such a friendly feud, if you want to call it a feud. There was really no heat. So if you're going to go into a spirit of competition, just try to one-up each other by doing all sorts of incredible stuff. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, I mean, I know this match will have plenty of defenders. It's funny because people want us. They want us to cover New Japan, Larson. But when we do, they complain about uh, our thoughts on New Japan. (laughs) I've noticed that. Anyways. uh, Yeah, I I kind of agree. I I didn't think this was the the best showing for much of this. I mean, uh, yeah, probably the standout to me for the whole card was um the the never six man match because I thought Yoshihashi had like a really really great showing it's nice I like whenever they they go the non-obvious route for like you know getting people I like the the stat that they mentioned at the beginning how 48 percent of title defenses for the never six man champ uh, championship uh 48 percent of them result in a title change Wow. And so, yeah, it, that's a pretty wow. that's a pretty large uh, turnover there. Yeah. Uh, and so, I like how that played, and you know, it, Yoshihashi performance really did make these titles seem a little bit more important than I've usually typically viewed them. So, I like that aspect of it. Uh, and I thought his performance particularly was really, mm-hmm. really good. I like anything with Jay White these days. I think he's mm-hmm. excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I will yeah, say we, this about mm-hmm. about before we get to the individual matches, there's an overriding thing right now in New Japan that. It, it, Taken individually, it's not a huge deal, but collectively over the course of an entire show gets a little tiresome, and that's the constant overbooking, especially of Bullet Club matches. There's been a lot of that lately. And it's just, when we first started watching New Japan, it wasn't as prominent, I don't Mm -hmm. feel like. Yeah. Um, But it just feels like like every every Bullet Club match, most Suzuki-Gun matches now, Mm -hmm. it's just really overbooked. Mm -hmm. Really overbooked. And again, you know, in a bubble... In one match, it's not a huge deal, but when you have like four out of five matches with some crazy overbooking with a ton of in- interference and ref bumps, it just gets a little exhausting. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that, especially with the, I mean, the the, the evil Jado versus Okada Yano, oh that was literally some stuff you'd see on Raw. That's yeah, what you would see on Raw. Even the match afterwards, 
is something you'd see on Raw. Anyways, it started off with uh, 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 the the Young Lions, Gabriel Kidd, Suji, and Yamura taking on uh, uh, Suzuki-gun, Taichi, uh, Zack Sabre Jr., and Dauki. Um, Dauki? Dauki. Doki. 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 I, I always just want to say Dookie, and then I work myself into a shoot. Uh, anyways, these, this, this crew of young lions are really terrific, Larson. Yeah, they are. They really are. They really got a lot of really good young talent. I'm interested to see, you know, once uh, these three wrestlers go out on excursion, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, what they learn on excursion, uh, what kind of characters uh, they develop for themselves or, or develop in conjunction, in conjunction with New Japan um, and see where they go because there's a lot of really talented dudes. Oh, yeah. uh, in, in the Young Lion program right now. Uh, talented they are. Not enough to best Suzuki-gun, though. Uh, Gabriel Kidd taps out to an arm bar from uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, he just keeps it on after the bell. Uh, Suji uh, breaks it up and then just starts kind of brawling with Taichi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So set up something with them. After that, we get uh, more Suzuki-gun action. Minoru Suzuki, Desperado, and Kanemaru taking on Sho, Master Wado, and Hanma. Uh, uh, Wado, Master Wado got the pin for his team. Uh, jackknife cover on Kanemaru. Fun enough match. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. My favorite wrestler these days in New Japan, LP, teamed with Ishimori and uh, uh, Tokyo Pimp Takahashi to take on uh, Bushi, mm-hmm. uh, Ticking Time Bomb, and Tetsuya Naito, Vacation Naito, although not so much by the end of night two. Uh, and Naito got the pin on Tokyo Pimp after Destino. Yep. Uh, and that was a fun match, LP. Of course, he uh, he wants a piece of that junior heavyweight title, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and he's tired of taking time on making them look like fools. But uh, I mean, that's, that's sort of he's just doing that himself. He's he got really got no, loaded. Reason, no one to blame but himself for that. <laughs> exactly, I love that loaded boot. So let's talk about this. Evil and Jado of Bullet Club uh, were set to take on uh, Kazuchika Okada and his best friend uh, Yano. Uh, oh, wait, I, it was it was Evil and Dick Togo. Sorry, I mistyped. Oh, that. Dick Togo. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So you know it was going to be wonky. I just didn't think it was going to be this wonky, especially after night one where we got uh, the DQ finish to the tag title match. Then we have this tag match where it ended with a double countout because Evil and Okada were just spending all their time brawling on the outside. Yeah. Uh, Evil choked out Okada with a chair. Uh, Evil and Togo start uh, walking up the ramp. Okada runs down, blasts Evil with a chair, gets back in the ring, calls him out. Evil gets in the ring. We have a ref. We have a match. Okada versus Evil. It's like, oh, wow, that's happening now? That doesn't sound right, but it, it happened. Uh, so Evil puts Okada in the sharpshooter. We get a rough a ref bump. Dick Togo comes in. Him and Evil start beating up Okada, so we get the DQ. Uh, uh, Yano makes the save for Okada. Evil low blows Yano. Uh, Okada gets back up. He hits some ground and pound. Dick Togo then gets the garrot, and he puts it around the throat of Okada so it's just it's just another wonk finish uh it was announced later on though that we are going to get a proper Okada versus mm-hmm. Evil match at Castle Attack mm-hmm. we'll go through that card later uh next uh never six-man open weight tag titles Jay White Gorillas of Destiny taking on uh Tomohiro Ishii Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi this is a really fun match they gave this uh match a ton of time Mm-hmm. A ton of time, mm-hmm. over twenty-five yeah. minutes, I think. I have never seen somebody be as isolated and beat to hell in a tag match like this than Yoshihashi was, and then to come back and uh, and get the the roll-up win on Tonga Loa. Tonga yeah. I thought was you know I actually totally marked out for that because like you know, I was playing video games while this is on, but I, I kept on. And I was like, oh my god, I got to pause. 
right to back out of my uh, Call of Duty server. And I was like, oh my yeah. god, they're they're like going to town on this. Is he okay? I was yeah. invested in the match, and then to see him come back, I was like, hey, Yoshihashi, look at that. There you go. Good for you him. Pop Steve, you pop Steve for Yoshihashi win. Thought That's it was, I thought it was solid. Yeah, I thought it was solid stuff. Really yeah, it was a fun match. It was really fun. Uh, after that main event, Nada versus Kota Ibushi. Um, uh, I thought this match was pretty good. Uh, I just wish there was a little more heat to it. Uh, whether it means the feud gets personal, it gets chippy, or they just do a thing where it's it's friendly competition until one mm. of them realizes, okay, friendly competition is not enough for, for me to get the win. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, you know, I don't necessarily know if I felt that, but um, I, I just watching it because they would do sequences, fast, awesome mm-hmm. sequences, yeah, fantastic wrestling, yeah, and then they'd have to slow it down, which yeah. tell the story. I understand, you know, um, but part of me just wished, you know, hey. It'd be great. Just 15 minutes nonstop, just busting out crazy athleticism left and right. Could have been a lot of fun too. But you know, hey. I really enjoyed Zack Saber Jr.'s commentary on that match. I thought when he was when, when he wasn't healing up uh, uh, Kevin Kelly, I thought that uh, his insight was actually really insightful. Um, yeah. I thought it was really good stuff. So we've got uh, so Sonata ended up getting the win on Kodabushi, and then after the match, Tetsuya Naito came down Wait, and he Kodabushi, asked Kodabushi got the win on Sonata. What did I say? You said Sonata got the win on Kota Bushi. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, that didn't happen. The other <laughs> way around. Uh, I, I was reading the order of the match here. Kota Bushi got the win on Sonata, and then after the match, uh, Tetsuya Naito came down, and he challenged Kota Bushi, not for the double titles, for the Intercontinental Championship. So that was kind of so interesting. I just stopped watching before the, the very end, so why why did he just want that belt as opposed to both? Uh, this is a title that he built his career on that he really made his name on. Uh, I, I mean, there's, I don't know why he would just got ask a, for he's both. He's got a complex relationship with that belt. He, he really does. Yeah. I mean, he tried to sell it for a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, but, he beat it to uh, shit. Mm-hmm, he beat it to shit. Anyways, castle attack night one, uh, Kazuchika Okada versus evil. We've got Jay white versus Ishii. There's a lot of, a lot of matches with some heat behind yeah. it. Yeah. <clears throat> the king of pro wrestling, uh, 2021 trophy holder, uh, Toriano. Uh, is going to defend it against Chase Owens. Uh, Hiroki Goto is going to take on Tomatanga again. There's a lot of heat behind that match too. Yoshihashi versus Tangaloa. That's going to be a lot. Of, boy, a lot of these singles matches, huh? I know this. And then, this card looks way better than either the or any of the three uh, new beginning cards. Yeah, no there's, just, there's just not as many tag matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, there is a tag match: the Empire, the United Empire, today, today. taking on Tanahashi, Tenzin, and Kojima. So that should night be a lot two. of fun, too. Yeah, night two headlined by uh, Kota Ibushi against Tetsuya Naito for the Intercontinental title. Also, Harumbu Takahashi will defend his junior heavyweight title against El Phantasmo. Never openweight champion, will de- uh, Hiro- uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, uh, will defend against the great Okan. Tag titles will be defended. Gorillas of Destiny versus Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. And you got uh, t- two tag matches here. Okada, Ishii, Yano taking on Evil, Jay White, and Chase Owens, and then Tenzan and Kojima will be battling Will Ospreay and Jeff Cobb, uh, the United Empire, today. today. Really good, really good two nights. I mean, that that those matches are, are, so are good really, cards. Yeah, those, good those cards. Good and after cards. that, you get, we get the New Japan Cup, so that should be good, too. Mm-hmm, yeah. SmackDowns tonight, we're going to be doing our live recap of that, uh, live of the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. The only thing in the preview right now, though, is Seth Rollins has, is returning. I mean, they've been advertising that for like two weeks now. So yeah, I mean, they ran his promo that he's returning on Raw like three times, three times, twice, two or three. So, uh, anyways, join us for that. Thanks to Cal Jack for uh, stopping by and saying hello, and check out Bloodsport uh, this weekend. And I yep. think there's another one the the following weekend. Yep, thirteenth yeah. and twentieth. Yep, that's right. So, thanks everybody for tuning in. Appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. 
Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. 